Greetings, you've entered into the Paracosmos where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey and welcome to Disney Channel. Draws little Mickey ears. Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. I'm Leanne. I don't have the energy to match that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there was my a intro, dance and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was a dance. I did the little, you know how they draw the Mickey ears? Yeah, yeah like, the little yeah, I was, I was yeah. trying to imitate it. Have you ever seen the video where Hillary Hillary Duff does it like 30 times? No, (laughs) but that sounds legit. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so No, that sounds exactly like as awkward as it would actually be to try and film that. Yeah, because they they show you what it's like and they take all the music and stuff out of it. (laughs) So it's just her like awkwardly flinging around the stick thing. Like after she says, you're watching, or I'm Hillary Duff and you're watching Disney Channel. I would like get so mad and be so frustrated. Yeah. How could you not? Like, it's like torture. It's a little torturous. Like, what do you want from me at that point? But uh, all I can picture is like, why don't they do that for like the, the Marvel stuff, like in character? Like I'm Sam Wilson. And this is the Disney Channel, you know, like, and okay, it's Red Ring making the, the thing, you know. So on that point, bringing us to what we're talking about today, I think that would have fit very well with this new Miss Marvel I series. Do. I think that Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan doing the the little Disney Channel logo thing. Yes. Would have been super cute at like. Would have fit perfectly. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> Yeah, just would have been would have been dead on dead on theme because like <laughs> watching this remind like made me feel like I was like a preteen again and I this was did watching- feel very after school you know yeah like, you got like, some pizza rolls like smart it's Friday house. night yeah it's Friday night the new Disney Channel movies dropping yeah seven exactly. eight p.m. Central Time <laughs> and exactly. I like how they how they exactly. do that too. Like, I know like, what, what Pacific Standard Time Zones and stuff are in, like, the sixth grade. I'm just kidding. I watched, like, some of those Disney Channel movies, but I was watching, like, Law and Order and stuff. Like, I wasn't I wasn't a good kid. I wasn't a normal kid. I didn't watch well, a lot of Disney. See, I watched a ton of Disney growing up. So I like, watched, like, like, the movies, you know? Disney Channel original movies, like Smart House and something about a leprechaun and uh halloween town like stuff like that i didn't watch like hannah montana or none of that shit no that that's like later that's like a different so like i'm talking like you know like brink and halloween town and xenon girl of the 21st century a lot yeah Yeah, johnny tsunami yeah like i watched all the major movies when those would come on that's what i'm saying like so those are the ones that this reminded me of it took me back back you know what i mean it took me Real I back. get that. I get that. This was also uh, for everybody listening now. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Miss Marvel today. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't obvious, and yes, there will be spoilers. Uh, obviously, obviously, but yeah, I think this was marketed more towards like a younger generation for sure. They were pretty clear about that. Um, yeah, I'm not. To be clear, to be yeah, completely yeah. clear, I'm not mad at it. I'm not upset at it. Like at all. It was fun. To, it was yeah. fun it was lighthearted. it was fun and had its like but the quote-unquote heavy moments just felt kind of like disney level heavy yeah i could see that very like 
karate kid heavy yeah exactly exactly this i could see this being insanely heavy and like a huge impact on a 16 year old kid yeah like there was still some very cool cultural stuff put in which was really cool to see and like it's it's got some cool things in it but it just felt very like i wasn't the target audience which is once again fine totally cool um i still i still watched it just to see what it was like um and it was fun i yeah. do think that people are getting a little too butthurt over it i think so i think so uh so while we're talking about stuff that we liked was there anything like in specific that you enjoyed for miss marvel so i think i just really like watching a hero discover they're a hero yeah yeah i, I, I do I like think an origin fun. story that hasn't been told before yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like, was kind I, of a cool I, part about it. I, I was like, watch Spider Man become Spider Man again. <laughs> no, no, we've seen that enough. We're good. But like, I, I didn't know. Lot. Yeah, I didn't know Miss Marvel's origin story, or I don't, I don't even know. I haven't read her comics, so I don't even know if they stuck to the comics or anything. But I thought nah, what they they did not. <laughs> they did not. Okay. <laughs> um, but I saw. I liked what they did. It was still good. It's just like I'm excited to. I'm excited to see this character in teams with other people yeah i'm really excited to see um kamala khan miss marvel team up with the other marvels mm-hmm. in the marvels yep. uh coming out next year i'm excited for that i would be excited to see her team up with like captain america uh because that dynamic i think would be very funny sam wilson's energy is not here for children no like he unless he's has- being like the serious uncle yeah, like, he has, you know, like, that fun uncle vibe to him, but he also is, like, super dry and doesn't want to deal with kid bullshit, so yeah. that would be a whole lot of fun just based off of his interaction with Spider-Man and Civil War. Like, he wouldn't really care that she is a child. He would probably just actually treat her like an adult, honestly. Um, but seeing her interaction with, like, some of the other established heroes will be very fun in the future. Yeah. Yeah, so and I'm, Iman Iman Vellani is like super charming. She, yeah, she absolutely like, was super good in this for this being like her first anything ever. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, she did fantastic. She did a wonderful job. She she nailed what they were going for. Yeah, for sure. Like you could feel her energy and yeah. how much how passionate she was for Miss Marvel, and I think that that's kind of the saving grace of the show. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But besides, you know, besides that, um, obviously the thing I loved most was, uh, what did they say? Oh, you have the X gene or something like that. Yeah, he was like, you have a mutation. Yeah, mutation. He said yeah. he he said something along the lines of, "There's something different in your DNA, something like a mutation." And I, yeah. and then it just like I did go back and watch that scene because apparently. The first time around, I was too busy yelling and I didn't hear it, but there was a little that tracks. Up. That tracks. Uh, I yell too much about everything. I can't help it. And I'm not sorry. Uh, the queue up of the X-Men 97 theme is what the subtitles say. Yep. You get it for just half a second. You get the do-do-do-do. And then it. she's like, ah, whatever. It's just another label anyway. So very cool. Yeah. Um, yep. So I am indifferent on how I feel about them making Miss Marvel a mutant. Uh, Because she is not a mutant in the comics. 
So yeah, I don't really. That, it doesn't phase me either way, whether yeah. she is or not. So I, I guess, like in the grand scheme of it, I don't necessarily care that they've changed her origin story. Yeah, slightly. You know. Yeah, I'm not like super connected to her that I'm going to die on that hill. Yeah. No, I don't because I'm definitely not like an Inhumans nut, right? Like in the in the comic books, Kamala Khan. Uh, gets her powers when she is exposed to a Terrigen Mist, which is how all Inhumans get their powers. Um, if you've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's how Daisy Johnson gets her powers when she becomes Quake. And uh, there, there's like a bunch of it. Like, you just get exposed to it and you wake up and you've got powers and you're like, cool. And sometimes they're like really cool powers, like a mutant gene would. Or sometimes you turn into a rock monster and just like, that's it forever. And uh, you know, sucks to suck, but sucks she, to suck. <laughs> for a while, she does think she is mutant in the comics because she is the only person in her town like this. So she doesn't know any other Inhumans. It's not until she hangs out with the X Men that she realizes she is not an X Men. Uh, she oh, does wait. not have the X gene. She has. They still have that potential. Then, so they do. They still could retcon it back and then be like oh well just kidding you know the bangle exposed you to whatever ancient mist on it or and there was a couple times in the show that i thought that's what they were doing you know like i can't think of any specific case off the top of my head but there were a few times where i was like okay they're about to do it they're gonna do the the terrigen mist and that be like what exposes them or when the clandestine showed up uh, or the gin, which I'm still very confused about. There was a whole lot of stuff in this show. Um, yeah, it all. Yeah, I agree. It also seemed like there was a lot going on. A lot going on for no reason, honestly. Yeah. So I'm gonna backtrack it, and because I'm getting in a little too far into some of the things that I didn't like, and I want to talk about some of the things that were really cool in this show. Go like, for it. Go for it. Damage control being an absolute fucking pest in this, like. Homie yep. came not to play at all. Uh, and I have seen a theory floating around for a little bit now that damage control in this instance with Kamala Khan in the mosque and in Jersey City could potentially lead to the creation of Sentinel Services. And this will be how the MCU kind of wedges that in there, the same way they wedged in an X gene to kind of bring us, oh bring us closer. Yeah. And oh was asked this weekend, how long do you think we're going to have to wait to see the X-Men? Will it be phase 10? So it's phase X. And he said, and I quote, do you want to wait that long? Because I don't, and I'm not. So I guarantee you on Disney Plus Day, and I think September, he's going to announce something to do with the X-Men. So this would be damage control, a way to, you know, force Sentinel services a whole department just to deal with X gene. I hope people are ready for how intensely political it's going to get because that's I don't think that they are because that's had issues with this show. That's what I'm saying. Like I I've seen so much complaining between like the new captain America stuff and this show. And I can't wait to talk about that. (laughs) Right. Like all this stuff. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, everyone's begging for X-Men, but do you all realize like, that it's not entire, just superpowered leotards. Yeah, like that. Ent- the X Men were created to represent the minority 
groups of people. They were they literally were to represent the people who are being hated and hunted in the streets and like, you know, all that just all that stuff. Yeah. Like so like I just don't I hope people are ready for that. I'm ready for it. I love the X-Men. I love what they stand for. I love I just I mean obviously it's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder if the audience who is begging for it is ready because I can already hear, oh, it got too political. Like, no, 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 no. X-Men has been political since they started. It has always been, it has always been Professor X going to the politicians, (laughs) meeting with them in the shows, even. He goes and he meets with politicians because he's trying to prove that mutants aren't bad. So there's a whole tv show that i really want you to watch because i want us to do like a little coverage thing on it um it's the gifted it's an x-men show Leah's uh, trying to convince me to watch things it was like three seasons i think two or three seasons it got canceled of course it did on fx because of course it did on fx yeah and that makes it sense. does it does deal with sentinel services uh the underground brotherhood and the mutants um it takes place somewhere before logan but after they reset the timeline in Days of Future Past. Like, you never see any of the main X-Men, but they do talk about them occasionally, that they're gone. And it does get very, like, you know, heavy and political and stuff because you got Sentinel Services. It's got the Hellfire Club. Um, like, the whole, the whole shebang. And it is kind of terrible, but I feel like everything involving mutants is kind of terrible in live action media. You just kind of have to overlook the cheesiness of it. Everything's so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything's uh, so far. Don't, don't careful now. Careful so, now. Yeah. Everything's so far. I'm very, very hopeful that since Marvel was like, Hey, we hate everything you've ever done. We're just going to buy your whole company um, that they're going to put out something really cool. And I think that them shoehorning Kamala Khan into being a mutant is a really cool way to do that uh, because they're doing it subtly. There's also a rumor right now that an unnamed character in the new Black Panther Wakanda Forever will be playing Storm. So Mm. that will be interesting to see how that works out with her being involved. If it's true, don't know. They did. She did come out for the Comic-Con panel, but they did not say who she's playing. So it's either they're going to introduce a brand new character to become the new Black Panther or she's going to be Storm and they're going to go down the, she is an African deity and, uh, you know, retcon it later again and be like, oh, she's a mutant. Which would be weird because T'Challa isn't there. Yeah, because they were married yeah. in the comics. So I don't know how they're going to do that. But I feel like that would be a good way to like introduce another mutant and then just keep kind of like, throwing this like this like word around you know like there's a mutation you have this natural power because they were saying enhanced for a really long time in the mcu because they could not say the word mutant because they didn't own the rights to it and uh, it was you're an enhanced person because you're an experiment and now it's you have a mutation i want to see how far they could take that and kamala khan being the first one kind of makes sense you know yeah and iman Vellani has had a lot of fun with that on reddit she likes to be a mutant. Um, she she might be one of my favorite actors in the MCU right now. Because she gets you know into like email fights with Kevin Feige, and I think that's really funny. That's um, pretty great. Yeah, I don't know. I 
I did really like this show. I liked the damage control was a little ruthless. Like they bombed the shit out of Bruno's apartment. Yeah, uh, they were they were they were brutal. trying to kill. Him. Yeah, they were like, out for blood. Like it was the the convenience store that blew up, but they shot the missile at his apartment. Yeah, like they were going to kill him and uh, Kamran. So they they did not care. Yeah, um, and I really liked that they tied in real life history to Kamala, like with the the all of her all of her history with her family and. Oh, you mean like uh, the um when they had to escape? Yeah, when they were in um. Pakistan and they were doing all the things with the red daggers and stuff which the red daggers were cool generally it's one guy who is like the red dagger but having a society of red daggers that's yeah that's, cool. I thought that was pretty cool that's pretty okay cool. yeah I did I did think that was pretty cool I was like yeah, that was oh, pretty okay, cool. that's that's neat. a secret a secret society looking out for the world you know like yeah that's kind of cool but I think that they should have given this series like eight to nine episodes because some just of a it, little more just a little more because like you could still focus on all of that family history and the history of you know uh kamala's her ancestors and her mom her grandma and i'll say yeah let me know. say that that was something i really liked was the I story did, i did really the, really like it yeah behind lot. her ancestors like so yeah. that would have been her Great grandmother. Yeah, her great grandmother. Um, yeah, her great grandmother who stood up to her mom. Yeah, and was like, it was like an ongoing thing. Like, yeah, to the like, moms. Fuck you, know? you! I'm not gonna do this gin thing anymore. I'm gonna be with this man and make a baby. You know, that's what they did, and, and I love. And them I for love it. that they gave us like an episode where you spent ninety percent of that episode with her. Yeah, seeing like okay this is what happened and then she disappeared and nobody knows what happened to her but then you just kind of like snap back into it and Kamala's there and she doesn't know how she got there and then suddenly she's just back right when she needs to be back in her time period you know Um, I didn't like that I didn't like how convenient everything was and the plot see and that's that's another thing that made me go ah yeah like oh Disney movie yeah I like it Oh no, she opened the veil to the clandestine world and it's going to demolish our world. Don't, clandestine lady, your son still lives here and needs you. And then she goes, ah, yes. Not like like you didn't just abandon him earlier. You you just left him and ran off with all these people and then now they're all dead too. Like all all of her her, uh, group of people yeah but now you care about your son after Uh, abandoning him yeah like not okay okay and uh like you still could do that but give us another episode in between that of what would happen and them opening the veil because it just kind of opened on accident when they hit kamala's bangle and she went back in time and that felt very convenient too you know like they're it needed with how much of just family history they threw into this it needed like a couple more episodes to balance that yeah and yeah yeah, and the villain switching so fast was just so dumb yeah like just don't have a villain in it just have it be a show about kamala getting her powers and it comes from this bangle we don't know why it comes from this bangle and then something happens and they end up over in pakistan and then they kind of meet the red daggers and they go about that without any of the clandestine things. 
and the gin things. Cause first she was told she was a gin and then she was told the gins are clandestines and then they're told she's a mutant. So it's like, where are you going with this? Cause like they yeah. skipped all of that and then just been like, these are the inhumans. Yeah. And, and she also, them. she easily could have like, they could have done it to where there wasn't that like main villain and she could have just opened the portal and had to figure out how to close it. That could have been the conflict. Yeah, like, how do we close this? And then something happens and she runs into somebody else. I do get that they needed that moment, though, where she was, like, super powered up and embiggened and needed to, like, demonstrate to the community and everybody to see that this is a superhero and not just a kid running around in, like, a mask, you know? Yeah. So some kind of a villain, but that villain still could have been damage control and just damage control. Yeah. You know, like, oh, somebody accidentally gets hurt. Kamala tries to save them. Something accidentally gets destroyed. Like, I think a building did or something in the show. And uh, now damage control is after her. And uh, they're coming after her in the high school. Still the same storyline. But instead of Kamran going bad for, like, four and a half minutes when he finds out his mom died, uh, it's just her trying to stop damage control from blowing up a high school and then accidentally killing everybody involved in it because they're psycho so yeah honestly damage control could have just been the villain that could have just been the villain because yeah. it's already a, a coming of age hero story in high school yeah like it's just that just could have been it you know yeah and it so, could have been the classic like teenage rebel girl against government which we get a lot you know? we've, we've and then that's how her parents find out you know yeah like, and then they have to come to terms with that that she's breaking the norm that's not. I feel like that's not only how her parents find out, but that been a, could have been a cool way to kind of, for other char- hero characters we've already met to learn about her. Yeah, yeah, but I did like it. I did like how the dynamic with her mom got better. Uh, yeah, yeah, the there series, was the growth, you know, and then it like finally the the push to kind of mend their broken relationship that is or fractured relationship because it was never broken um is not kamala being a superhero you know like that's not what pushes her mom to kind of accept her it's that you know she kind of realizes that kamala is thinking about things and she does have goals and what she wants to do yeah she's not a kid anymore you know like she has to let her do that Otherwise, she's going to have a broken relationship and they kind of come together and discuss it and then discuss it as a whole family. The family dynamic in this was so funny. Kamala's dad. Oh, my God. Her dad and brother. Yeah, they were like my favorite part of the whole show. The wedding, the wedding scene where everybody was dancing. Yes. Was a lot of fun. Yeah. The wedding scene is definitely one of my favorites. That Mm -hmm. was that was very fun. Um, That was that was a good little action sequence, too. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. Uh, um, okay, so overall, because I know we're probably running, uh, we're probably getting close to running on time. Um, what no would idea. you, what would you rate this show? Um, I don't know, honestly. So, if we're gonna do it out of five, I'd probably give it like a three, right? If we're gonna do it out of ten, I'd probably give it like four. Because wow, the ratios are so different when you do that. Because three out of five <laughs> ratio would translate to six out of ten. Because that's three fifths still. <laughs> I know. If you, I know. Uh, so that's why I'm like. Round down. Like, I don't really know what I would rate this. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked Kamala's character. 
I'm really excited to see her again in the Marvels because uh, I want to talk about those post-credit scenes in a minute before we wrap out. But I don't think that this is a show that I would necessarily turn on to watch again. Yeah. So I I also give it like a four out of ten. And that's not necessarily because the show is bad or you shouldn't watch it or anything like that. Just for me personally, well, yeah, just like you said, wouldn't watch it again. Um it just wasn't, it's not my style of show. Um, mm-hmm. It, while it did hit the nostalgia, like part of me a little bit with like how Disney shows used to be the, it, it didn't hit it completely. Like it didn't hit it enough to draw me in. Yeah. So it, it just, I, I don't, this is one of those ones where I'm like, don't go based off what I'm saying. I know that's kind of weird because we sit here and we review things and we, <laughs> we give our opinions and we're like, yeah, listen. I do we're... think that everybody should watch this. Yeah, I think you should form your own opinion on this one. Yes. I mean, I think that about all things that you should form your own opinions. We are not the dictators or say all be alls of everything we review. But I personally would not watch it again. So... That's me. And who knows? Like, maybe when it gets closer to the Marvels coming out, I'll sit down and watch this again. Um, I don't know. I do have a tendency to go back and rewatch things before, like, the next appearance of that character. And uh, I did really enjoy the show. I did laugh at a bunch of stuff. I thought it was cute. I thought it was charming. I thought all the characters were charming. Um, I thought Bruno was going to turn into, like, a little sourpuss at the end of it because he's got that face of a kid that just, like, is a brat and I kind of wanted to punch him in the head. Like I just, I don't know. I didn't like Bruno a whole lot. Everybody else did. So cool for you. But the kid just looks like a bad kid. I don't know, but no, I got you. Yeah. Like I, I liked the show. I like the character. I'm more interested in Miss Marvel now as a character because of it. So I will pick up some of her comics and read them. I am excited for Iman Balani uh, because she is a super Marvel fan. And she gets to have the super experience. So yeah. very, very happy for her. I'm very, very glad that they made this. Um, for She's all really of, living our dream. Really, she, she out there living the dream. Living and the dream. I've seen a lot of negative feedback into the show based on really superficial things that people are looking at. Always. Um, That's everything just, I feel like. You know, they're focused on a Pakistani family. They're focused on this. Uh, well, that it's a girl. That she's brown. And it's like all of that. They they like, they were like, you don't like it? We're going to give you more of it. And I thought that was great. Yeah. I loved that. And it, again, like they did with Moon Knight, Marvel hit it off with their soundtrack. They really picked like they thought about what they were doing with the art styles and the credits and the music and the keynotes oh, yeah. and everything. Like they were like, this oh, is yeah. an experience. I'll yeah. say that too. I loved the like old school writing in a notebook, doodling. Like, oh yeah. Like they, they that, were like, that was this fun. is, that was fun. Like as soon as you see that in the first, the first uh, opening with the, the guidance counselor, and uh, the little oh my Lizzie God, McGuire the counselor. Yeah, the little Lizzie McGuire doodles in the sky and stuff. And then the way she breaks down all of her plans and it's like little cartoons and stuff. You knew what you were watching. The the guidance counselor is my hero. Yeah. Like I, there, there's a like, lot to love about this show. There were things that he said and I was like, I needed to hear that. 
Thank right? you. Like, yes. <laughs> Thank yes. you. I like, need the most encouragement today. The most honest character in the whole Marvel uh, universe. <laughs> yeah. He honestly just needs to be given advice to everybody. Everyone yeah. needs to sit in his chair. Can every you imagine character. him like talking to Bucky? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. And I love it. Get your shit together, bro. Get your shit together, Bucky. Come on. This is the moment. This is your yeah. moment. But, um, what did you think about the post credit? Not not the X. We already talked about the X gene and how like damage control and all that could lead into the X Men. But what did you think about Carol Danvers showing up? So, um, this is what I'm going to say about Carol Danvers, and I think I'm going to shock mm-hmm. you and maybe other people when I say it. I have never watched Captain Marvel. <gasps> yeah, I know. I know you and Shannon love it. Oh my god! Um, I know. I've never watched Captain Marvel. I don't have a lot of interest in Captain Marvel as a character. Uh, the only thing that currently keeps me peaked with Carol Danvers as one of the Marvels is in the comics the fact that Rogue gets her powers from fucking her up. So happy she's in the MCU. So that that's a possibility we can do that, that if we sentence. want. You started that sentence and I didn't know where it was going to end. So. Here we go. I was like, oh, what does she do now? Um, <laughs> Just no. zaps her powers right out of her. So in the comics, Captain Marvel, for me, is almost like not a stale character, but just somebody that I don't really think about, right? Like she pops up in some things that I read here and there. It's um, like Superman for me. Like, she's kind of like some Marvel Superman, like, oh, like, I'm so I, powerful, and I can do this, and I'm just so like, I don't, okay. I don't really read it, because I don't want a character where there, nothing can challenge them, right? Yeah, I did exactly. really like the movie. I liked how they did the movie. There was a couple things about it that, you know, I think could have been better. Um, I liked Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, and I thought she looked fantastic in this post credit scene that we got of her. Uh, that might be one of my favorite costumes that they've done for her, if not my favorite. And mm-hmm. I think I have, I think I have a little clue about what the Marvel, what the Marvels are going to be up to and how they're going to tie this into the next couple movies. Cause they did announce a few Avengers movies that are doing with uh, Kang and some more time fuckery. And I, I think I string theoried it again. I did that thing I do with the Charlie meme yeah. where I just like, I'm like, and then this would happen and that would happen. Uh, so I, I can, I can break it down real quick. Do it. You got, Allegedly. Uh, I got three minutes. You got three minutes. Okay, I got two I'm, minutes. I got two all right. Minutes. I'm going to time you. I'm going to time you. Go. Okay. Okay. So in comic book, there are these things called the quantum bands that Captain Marvel, I forget how, but somehow she, cause I don't read her comments. She gets, the bands uh, because the original Captain Marvel, which you would have, know if you watch the first Captain Marvel movie, uh, has one of them and he's stuck in like the negative zone. And he can, every time those bangle, those bracelets um, get near each other or hit each other, you can switch positions with somebody else to where they're in the negative zone and you're not. So at the end of Miss Marvel, for Kamala and Carol to have switched places. I think Carol has the other bracelet because they do mention in the show that there are two bangles. Kamala has one. They don't know what happened to the next one. It's just gone. So it's probably in space. And I think that it's going to be Cree technology and not inhuman. 
and not something weird like it is in the comics. I think it's going to be Kree because we're about to get Secret Invasion, which are the Kree and the Skrulls. So I think it's Kree technology, and that's why Carol has it. One minute. It's, it's fucking Kree. Okay, so yeah, the Quantum Bands, they draw power from the Quantum Zone. What is Ant-Man 3 called? Quantum Mania. Ant-Man's going to be stuck in the Quantum Realm with King the Conqueror coming after him. We already know that. That's, that's confirmed. So them messing with the quantum stuff in the Marvels with Miss Marvel and the quantum bands could fall and stagger back into Ant-Man three and the setup for that on how they end up there, how Kang gets involved. Cause he's going to get a reading on these bands because it's a huge amount of power coming, not just from Captain Marvel, but from Kamala, from uh, Monica Rambeau as photon. And then the bands all together in the negative zone. 30 seconds. It's 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 all connected, okay? It's just all connected. They're all going to get trapped in the negative zone and Carol and Monica have to go save Kamala. And that will be the Marvels because then they're going to end up probably fighting the Skrulls again, which will lead into Secret Invasion. Eventually the Secret Wars. Dang! Set them up. Set give them up it, like Domino's give Marvel. It, give it up for Leah! I'm going to get a right-hand corner coming in with the Theories. I'm gonna get a whiteboard and start like writing things down, you know. Like maybe I'll just do like the actual string, like the red string thing, and just like start connecting things. Uh, I think emotionally and mentally you're there. You just need to physically put yourself there too. Um, I'm waiting to see if another Captain Marvel or uh ask some Ant-Man or something like that comic book launches in the next couple months because they always launch one right before they do a movie, and then that comic kind of sort of hints on what that movie is about. Yeah, they want to get right. you excited. So you're right. we'll be keeping some eyes out for that guy. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I think that's where we should end it. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think crazy I think we theories it. and string tying is uh, that's I, I think I'm going to call it reps, reps <laughs> <have> three times. <laughs> you know, Marvel loses. You win with your theories. Let's go. Can't wait to be wrong. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to be wrong. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We super appreciate it. Um, if you want to watch Trans Marvel, give it a try. If not, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.